Hello. Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens because of who Jesus is and what He has done. I am Inez Franklin, your host for today. Today's reading is from Proverbs 25, verse 6 through 7. Do not exalt yourself in the king's presence, and do not claim a place among his great men. It is better for him to say to you, come up here, than for him to humiliate you before his nobles. Now, today's proverb, you can tell, gives us a bit of social advice. It warns us against that selfish ambition and that prideful ambition, which can lead us to puff ourselves up and bring others down. And if you've been listening to our podcast over the past few days, you have already noticed we've been talking about pride for quite a while. And we are going to continue to do so, but from a different perspective. We're going to look at pride for the next few days through the lens of humility. Jesus built upon this proverb in one of his many lessons on humility. For example, in Luke 14, verse 7 through 10, we're told that Jesus was at the house of one of the leading Pharisees. Now, Pharisees were highly honored religious leaders of the time, and the more authority they had, the more prestigious it was to be by them, to sit with them, to dine with them. And Jesus noticed that the guests were hustling to sit at the highest places of honor at the dinner table. And so he told a parable about a wedding banquet, and he gave advice on where to sit, not in the place of honor, but in the lowest place, so that rather than being potentially humiliated in front of everyone— one would be honored in the presence of all the other guests. I love the way that Jesus corrects our thinking. All of us, at one point or another, will be made humble, either through the consequences of our pride or by the gift of grace. I would like to choose grace. I don't always do so. Now, I'm always amused at large dinner events, like where the seating is not a sign and you have people coming from a cocktail hour of some sort towards the tables. I actually make it a sport to go sit as soon as I can and watch because it takes people a long time to go and find their tables. It's surprising to watch people walk around trying to decide who do they sit with, where do they sit, who's going to be on the right and the left. I watch them as they inspect the room, they look at the people, they have little conversations and they begin whispering to each other, oh, let's go sit by John and Mary. Oh no, not, not that table. Oh, look who's sitting there. We don't even have to say something to notice it. Their body language shows it. Where they might be saying things like, nope, not there. Oh, no, no way. Well, maybe. Oh, bummer, that table's full. You get the idea. Now, there's nothing wrong with wanting to be with your friends and people whose company we enjoy. There's not even anything wrong with receiving honor and getting to sit with the host or someone that's important. And there isn't anything wrong with being strategic, maybe sitting with people that we might grow and learn and get to know better. But there's a lot of wrong when we proclaim self-honor and we manipulate or demand our way into a place of honor. And that's what Jesus is trying to make the point is. That is pride. And it breaks down our relationships with one another. Both this proverb and Jesus' teaching remind us that the way to escape pride is by seeking and practicing humility. And as the Kellers warn us today, pure humility is difficult to accomplish for we can even grow prideful in an attempt to be humble. But growing in humility is possible, and it's made possible by God's grace. The gift of God's amazing grace reminds us constantly that we have already been loved, provided for, honored, 
given wisdom and understanding and empowerment by our Heavenly Father through His Son and by the power of the Holy Spirit. We cannot help but be overwhelmed with gratitude and humility when we reflect on God's amazing, amazing grace. When I need that, I go to letters, letters of Paul, for example. I read Ephesians 1 over and over again because it's just amazing grace all over it. Romans 8, another chapter on amazing grace. I like to read Romans eleven thirty three through 36, the hymn of praise, which reminds us how wise our God is to remind myself I'm not all that. Sometimes we need to remember to go to the Word of God to be humbled by God's grace. Now, also, you can read other books. Like, for example, one of my favorite books about humility is Andrew Murray's Humility, The Journey Towards Holiness. Fabulous little book I highly recommend. In it, he wrote this. True humility comes when before God we see ourselves as nothing, have put aside self, and let God be all. And Murray's words echo Paul's words in Romans 12.3, where he says, Do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment. So important. As long as we're comparing ourselves with others, and as long as we seek honor, even just by association with those who we perceive have honor, we're just feeding our prideful self. And as we've been discussing over the past few days, pride blinds our uh, flaws. It makes us unaware of our strengths and our weaknesses. It breaks down our relationship with God and others. It leads to every other vice, and it's the complete anti-God, anti-people state of mind. So humility does the opposite. Mary wrote that death to self is not our work, but is the work of God. It reminds me of Paul's words in Philippians chapter 2 where he reminds us to be like Jesus, to consider uh, the way that Jesus is and have the same mindset of Jesus. It says this, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. And in your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Jesus Christ, right? Being in the very nature God did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant being made in human likeness. And then being found in appearance as man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Today, as we consider pride versus humility, let us choose humility through God's grace. Again, in Mary's words, nothing is more natural more beautiful and blessed than to be nothing in order that God may be everything. Let us pray. O Lord our God, all cast out of us anything that keeps us from being a pure and empty vessel for your presence, for your pleasure and your purpose. Humility is what we need so that your light can shine through us. Father, would you make your glory our motivation to humble ourselves? Would you remind us again and again of your grace, which indeed will remind us how loved, how cherished we are, how protected we are, how provided we are. There's no reason to puff ourselves up. You already see us, Father, with loving eyes. Maybe we will be willing to share what we have to serve others, to lift others up, because we have been lifted beyond measure by your love. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, 
No matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.